0: What's up, Raider Nation, and welcome to episode eighteen of the Lone Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I am your host, Jonah Young, and with me today, as always, is my good friend Nathan. Is Mike White the goat? Zuniga, what's up, Zuni? How you doing? To
1: answer your, to answer your question, one hundred percent, yes, Mike White's the goat. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna keep it at that. I'm doing, I'm doing great, having a good night, fellas. How, how are you doing today?
0: Doing pretty good, man. I am doing. Pretty, pretty swell. Also joining us today is our good friend, Mister Two One Zero himself, Nesto Martinez. (laughs) How you doing, Nesto?
2: Hey, man. Thanks for having me back.
0: Of course, man. Of course, wanted to finally get y'all both back on. Most guests we've ever had on the uh, Lone Air Podcast (laughs) here today, setting records, man. Setting records. records. (laughs) Uh, On today's episode, though, we will go ahead and recap this past Saturday's game against Oklahoma. And we'll also be doing a little preview for tomorrow's basketball game against Georgetown in the Big 12 Big East Challenge. And we'll be uh, talking some potential bowl game destinations as well. We are all excited to get this one officially. Underway. Before we get to that, though, I want to remind y'all to go follow our social media accounts. It's at Loner Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also stream us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even on Amazon Music. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, regardless, though, of what you're listening, welcome to your sixth favorite Texas Tech Sports podcast, brought to you by the fans who give a damn. We also want to uh, wish everyone, hope everyone had a very happy and safe Thanksgiving break. I know I certainly had a uh, had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, actually, and uh, took a little trip up to Lubbock. We're also going to go ahead and recap that trip up to Lubbock this past Saturday in just here in a second. Um, So, yeah, you know. Um, this past Saturday, the boys got a dub against Oklahoma up there in Lubbock. The boy up, the boy right here went on up to Lubbock this past Saturday. Of course, uh, right when I got to Lubbock, I had to go to my favorite ramen spot. You know, it's awesome that uh, Hawaiian poke and ramen, just absolutely solid. If you guys ever get a chance to go on out there, man, get yourself some uh, good ramen. I always get that tonkatsu The show you ramen is also fire as well absolutely love it. And then fun. of course that night got with some, uh, some friends on up there and went out to little Woodroves. It was a cold, it was a rainy night. Obviously we're stayed inside, but man, that little Woodroves is absolutely great. I mean, that's probably the biggest little Woodroves I've ever been in, in my entire life. Had, had a few drinks there. It was awesome. Really had a, had a good night, got the vibes going. Vibes were high all throughout this entire trip. And then, of course, next day right before the game, I had to go to the staple, the Lubbock staple. You know it as Caprock Cafe. It was absolutely phenomenal as always. Got that chicken fried chicken. I know the queso burger is definitely a, a fan favorite. I never had the queso burger before. I will try that next time, though. I promise you guys, and I'll uh, give a review on it. Give a review on Twitter on it. So, and then, of course, right before the game, got to go the little pregame drinking there at Chimmy's, my friend. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever had a bad time at Chimney's. You ever have a bad time at Chimney's when you were there, Nathan?
1: I ah, never ne- never had Chimney's, man. Chimney's is always a good time. We get a couple of marks, throw in a lot of tequila. That's why we go there to begin with. And the nachos are pretty good. Underrated. Love it.
0: They are. They are yeah. very, very good. Did you ever have a chance to get to Chimney's when you were up there, Nesto?
2: No, I didn't. I wish I didn't, though, because like, i seen you guys over there. And
0: I'm like, man, I wish I would try that. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, man, uh, the prickly, prickly, pear is, uh, uh, prickly pear
1: margarita is a top tier. Oh yeah, Love absolutely, that
0: one. absolutely. I, got, I like that. Uh, uh, strawberry mark too. also, uh, I I get those pretty heavily.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> go back, let's go back. I'm down. Don't that. worry.
1: <laughs> All right, bet basketball game it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Planning things no ahead, way. man. No, Producing no better way on to warm spot.
1: Up. No better way to warm up. In the <laughs> absolutely. Cold. No better, no better winter way season than that. should be
0: but yeah, and then went to this game, and uh, as we get into this one as well, obviously this game had all the ups and downs that you could ever want. It was a uh, senior night. It was cold. I, uh, you know, we had to battle the elements a little bit. Thankfully, it stopped raining like three hours before the game started, which was great. Didn't have to deal with that all night. Just had to deal with the cold. Uh, but hey, I was I was all bundled up. Didn't affect me whatsoever. But yeah. Before we get into the breakdown stats and rating performance, I want to get y'all's take on the game. Uh we'll start with you, Zuni. What was your uh, initial reaction to how we played versus Oklahoma?
1: Versus how we played Oklahoma. Um, you know what? Uh it this went in just about typical old school type football as it could have gone for us. You know, awesome kickoff return, home with the ball, of course. You know what I mean? So to say that we uh did uh uh did you know, bad in the, in the first quarter, kind of an understatement, I'd say, but, um, uh, all, all in all, I guess, uh, if we're just going off of, um, uh, just off of sayings here, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And really that's kind of the epitome of this game. Uh, we, we hung in there, uh, and eventually, uh, we, we prevailed, which is something that we typically don't do in Texas tech football. And this season has kind of been the anomaly where we're actually finishing out games, uh, especially close games. So, um, yeah, I can't be more excited. On top of that, we beat Texas and now Oklahoma in the same year, first time ever. So that's that's incredible. So um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll break it down some more, but those are just my initial thoughts. It was a hell of a game. Uh, the boys fought hard. Couldn't be more prouder.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, if I may insert a Monsters, Inc. quote there, hear that? the winds of change you know and it's certainly there's a lot of change there on (laughs) south i not expecting a
1: monster inc (laughs) reference today but (laughs) Uh, you know i'm always up for
0: a good surprise uh nesto we're talking about a little bit about your reaction to the game pre-pod uh what was your uh, what was your reaction to it
2: um well being down 24 to 6 is not like the best start that you would hope to a game i mean You struggle there pretty early. Um, Marvin Mims always seems to tax us. I I don't know why. He just likes to get big gains on us and takes them always to the house, it seems like. Um, But I I love the way that the team fought back. And, you know, we cut the lead to one point at half when it could have been tied up if Wolf doesn't miss a kick there. But he makes up for it in the end when he kicks the game winner and uh, the field goal to send it into overtime. So... That's just my initial thoughts
0: on that. I hear you, my friend. Uh, Let's go ahead and get into some some stats right now. I'm going to go ahead and break down a few stats. Texas Tech had 599 total yards in this game, 436 through the air, 163 on the ground. Tyler Shuck, uh, 31 for 50 passing, 436 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Really solid performance from him in his um, likely his last game. Here in Raiderland, he uh, still needs to make that decision. know he has one more year of eligibility. We'll see what he decides here in the in the coming weeks. Perhaps after the bowl game, you know, we'll we'll definitely see. Uh, rushing, we had uh, our guy Serotic Thompson on his senior night. It's definitely Ooh. his senior night. He is uh, going to uh, gonna go. Uh, pro after this season, which don't blame him man I me. Mean, hey, get that bag. Get your money. Get your money. Um, and he had a pretty good day too. He had 22 carries, 86 yards, and two touchdowns. Way to way to go out in the last game at the Jones, man. Way to way to just show out. Absolutely. Uh, second leading rusher was actually Tyler Shuck with nine carries for 44 yards. And then dual oh yeah, <laughs> dual <laughs> threat, threat. You called it. <laughs> And then uh, third on the rushing was Taj Brooks 12 carries 26 yards not necessarily a great outing by him but you know we we all know what he's capable of. Uh receiving, Duran Bradley led the team in receiving eight receptions 130 uh, 173 yards and one monster. touchdown. Just an absolute monster performance out there man from Duran Bradley. Uh, followed by Nehemiah Martinez. He had some really clutch grabs in this game as well. He had four receptions mm-hmm. for 62 yards. And then Loic Fungi with four receptions, 61 yards, and Miles Price with six receptions, 54 yards. Obviously, we spread the ball around quite a bit. It's just what we do here at Texas Tech. Um, yeah, it was it was a great performance by our receiving core. It wasn't, wasn't good early on. You know, we couldn't complete a pass to save lives, it looked like, but you know, they uh, eventually got some things rolling, and it was it was very impressive to see. On the defensive side, we had Kosei Eldridge with 14 tackles, one tackle for loss, and one sack. Just absolutely went off on his, uh, I believe it was his senior night as well. I don't know if he has any more years of eligibility. You know, with with the COVID year happening, I mean, it's it's really confusing to know how many years of eligibility these guys actually have. So, you know, I I don't know. Maybe I'll uh, you know, maybe I'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, also, on the defensive side, Reggie Pearson with 11 tackles. And then uh, Kershaw Merriweather, our boy, crossing that 100-tackles uh, 100, 100 mark. mark. Yeah, century mark. He had seven tackles in this game. I believe that puts him at 104 on the season. So, yeah, great performance by him. Other notable performances, how about Jalen Hutchings with the big man touchdown? You know, He yeah. uh, had a rushing touchdown in this game on a goal line <laughs> stand. Love to see it, man. Love to see those big man touchdowns.
1: On senior night, no less.
0: And then talk about the versatility of our guy Donovan Smith, man. He had a receiving touchdown in this game, his first one of the season. He has thrown for a touchdown, he's rushed for a touchdown, and he has caught for a touchdown. Man, this guy can do it all, man. He's basically the Taysom Hill of Texas Tech. He's just he, he can right. do everything. Put him on special teams, put him at corner defense, you know anything he can play.
1: What what what's his position? He's a football player. Damn what right. position does he
0: play? Plays football.
1: Football. That's what he does. Plays football. <laughs>
0: And as you were alluding to a little bit earlier, Tech made some history in this game. This is our first winning conference record since 2009. We had the highest finish in the Big 12 since 2009, finishing fourth place in the Big 12. Uh, First time winning three straight conference games since 2008. First time in school history beating OU and UT in the same year as you were alluding to. And also the first time going to back to bowl games, as we mentioned on the last podcast, since 2012 to 2013. So, yeah, I would say year one under Maguire has been a success. Uh, let's get your takes on that soon. What would you say?
1: Yeah, um, year one with Maguire, Joey Bucks, I was bought in. Um, i just like to allude back to the preseason rankings. Uh, where were we supposed to finish? Ninth. Huh? <laughs> just saying. But um, yeah, no, dude, it's a, it's been a hell of a season to be honest with you, and uh, just, just the, just the way we've won, like we've won with three different starting QBs now.
0: <laughs> yeah, all of them have Crazy. actually started four games. All three of them have started four games this year,
1: and we've won with. All- each quarterback—that's so that's just a testament to that QB room. On top of our stacked receiving, you know, a uh, uh, group there with our rushing attack, you know, it's, it's been an awesome season. I'm just happy uh, we're winning. You know what I mean? Uh, that's really all you could ask for because that's literally your job as the head coach: win football games. I understand uh, it's a—it's supposed to be a not not quote a rebuild year, but um, you know, it's supposed to lay the foundation, so to speak. But I mean, we're ahead of schedule from the looks of it. Most programs don't you know, come out swinging and, you know, are competing for bowl games with a first year head coach, at least not, not, a not at tech usually that doesn't happen. So, um,
0: that, like that a rebuilding squad, you know, so it's supposed yeah. to be a rebuilding year and it, it really wasn't. So it, was,
1: it really wasn't. It was so, a reloading you know, year. Yeah. So, um, that's really just a testament to the coaching, I think. Cause, um, that, that's who gets the boys prepared. You know what I mean? And really, really just, uh, shout out to the defense too. They've, They've kept, them, kept us in all of our games this year, and they've been the strength of our team, which is kind of incredible to say for Texas Tech. This was probably our first, like, I think our first true offensive showing since maybe, like, Murray State, I would say. Like, I can't remember the last time we went over 50. I can't – when was the last time we did that in a game this season? I don't know. So, it was, it was really a lot of defensive effort this entire season. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to see – what we're going to do going forward now, especially since we're bowl eligible and we've, we're over bowl eligibility now, boys, we got seven. Let's go. Yeah. Guaranteed a winning
0: season, guaranteed a winning season this year, regardless of the results in the bowl game. Uh, Nesto, let's go to you, man. How would you describe Joe McGuire's first season on the South Plains?
2: Exciting. Uh, It's just wonderful to see tech, uh, play good in almost every game yeah you have a couple mistakes here and there but i mean i'm pretty sure that's expected um i feel like every game there was a chance to win every game we could have easily gotten undefeated in my eyes if it's just like if you clean up the little mental mistakes that we have here and there which i feel like we can get that in the next coming seasons so i'm pretty excited about where he's like heading with his entire program and i think we made the right decision in our head coach
0: I'll agree with you that 100%. Get them shades on. The feature is bright here at Texas Tech, my friend. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, let's, um, let's go ahead and get into some, uh, some rating performances out there. I thought Tyler Shuck had himself eight game, man. I mean, he really showed his resilience. I feel like that, once again, comes with the experience that he's had. Because he has played at a, at a high level for mm-hmm. a longer time than all the other uh, quarterback and then both quarterbacks we have on our roster i thought he had a fantastic game in this one clearly you know this team could have just decided to pack their bags in this one i was uh, obviously if you follow us on twitter i was tweeting out like man this team does not look hungry at all at the beginning of this game they 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 look like they don't want to be here they're just satisfied with six wins i they, they just think that oh that's just what Tech tech is that's what we are but man they came just roaring back in that second quarter uh win the halftime uh we were originally down twenty four to six, came back um, to only be down twenty four to twenty three, and it was just an incredible, incredible comeback. And then in the second half, you know, with the our guy Trey Wolf tweeted it out. Like everyone in Lubbock has a crush on Trey Wolf, no doubt about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he just knocking them through. He's actually the uh, Big Twelve Special Teams Player of the Week as he deserves to be. Got us into the overtime, and then won it for us in overtime and I will say, I think we got a little bit lucky there in overtime that their kicker missed that field goal. Cause he's been pretty automatic from that range this entire season, but just not today, man, just not today. And, uh, Texas tech, tech was able to take advantage of that, getting the dub 51 to 48 over the Sooners. Um, just an incredible, incredible time, uh, incredible win max. Like I'm, I'm so glad I got to be there in person to witness that. That was, that was so cool. And, uh, of course, um, Took pictures of the uh of the double T scoreboard that will no longer be there at the Jones anymore uh, after this season, as they're going to do renovations on that end zone of the stadium, expand a little bit, and uh, just make it real uh make it real nice and pretty <laughs> that zone side. So, um, we're looking forward to that. We're really looking forward to see how it uh how the um, new redesign looks. You know, I'm uh, really eager to see that. And um, uh, but. Yeah, you know, and then, of course, I uh, I wanted to storm the field with all the fans, everybody else there. Uh, just, I had two highest seats, and I'm like, eh, you know what, I'll just go ahead and take off, <laughs> you yeah. know. I was sitting Probably up high pretty face. much, but, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be there on the field, and I definitely would. If I was if I was a student, I definitely would be on that field. And uh, I know we gotten a lot of uh, criticism for storming the field against, you know, beating Oklahoma. I mean, like, first of all, it's our first winning against Oklahoma since 2011. We don't, we don't beat them very often it's only our seventh win against them all time. We don't beat them very often on our home turf plus it was senior night and plus like you know where where have you been for the last you know 15 years like Texas has been in the dark ages for football <laughs> the last decade and a half man like we, we don't get those big wins but especially in the fashion that we did it coming from behind you know yeah we don't get those types of wins but we finally did things finally bounced our way and it was it was incredible had a great time out there. Also another um notable performance I want to give um as I was um kind of talking about him as one of our defensive leaders, uh Krishan Merriweather, man. This dude has just balled out for us uh, ever since he got on campus. I think they call him uh they call him Coach Merriweather, he's been there for so damn long. And uh <laughs> he's just that guy. he, he he's that guy, pal. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's uh, I'm really gonna miss seeing him in a redder uniform as well as Sir Roderick Thompson. Man, he is um, definitely a guy I'm gonna miss because Sirar Thompson has played underneath three different head coaches. He was one of the uh, last guys to be recruited by Cliff Kingsbury. Played for Cliff Kingsbury. Played throughout the entire Wells era and that debacle, and then of course Joe McGuire this year. So just big shout to him uh for not only that but just just staying cuz typically a lot Oil of players heat. you know as soon as they have a coaching change they hit that transfer portal you know he had to go through two and he stayed for both of them it, it's it's incredible man this dude really wanted to be here so I will always be thankful and grateful for Schroeder Thompson man but now um let's go ahead and get into some uh, bowl projections man uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, looked up where we could be landing. Have you guys had a chance to do that?
1: Alamo right. Bowl. Let's go! <laughs> nah, I, wish. Uh, I so wish much.
0: Actually, uh, USA Today has us projected to go to the Alamo Bowl, which I think would be absolutely awesome. I'd love to head, head out there. Sense rematch gonna with
1: over? UT. Re, rematch with we no, UT. We're not
0: going to rematch with UT. <laughs> we're not okay, going to do that.
1: You don't want to see? It? You don't want to see it for the Alamo Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> rematch UT Texas Tech.
0: They're in our conference, Zoom, <laughs> We don't play them. <laughs>
1: You never
0: know, they're still in our conference, bro. <laughs> yeah, Alamo Bowl's uh
2: contract, yeah, uh, Pac 12 and Big 12.
0: I know, and most it's likely it will be, I wish. most likely it will be Texas, unfortunately, because uh, I was actually, look at this. Texas has actually been the last uh, the last seven years that Texas has been bull eligible. Five of those years they've gone to the Alamo Bowl, so they just love going there. Alamo Bowl loves having them because obviously the fan base is going to travel well because you're right down the road from Austin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, literally, you're going to travel pretty well to that one. But maybe this is the year that um, they decide to, change. you <laughs> know, hey, maybe we want to go to Orlando playing that Cheese it Bowl, which is where Tex Tech, Tech is projected to land. Um, if Tech Tech does end up in that Orlando Bowl, uh, or <laughs> Orlando Bowl, Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando, uh, would you guys go? Uh
1: of course. Now whether my bank account will let me is a different story.
0: (laughs) Same, same bro, same. Always have a little road trip.
1: Love to though, but road trip with the
0: boys, Uh, man. We'll document it, post on the socials, you know. Get excited for this one, especially because I was disappointed I wasn't able to make the uh bowl trip last year to Memphis and uh work just got in the way this year a little bit different circumstances. I can get that time <laughs> off a little more flexible schedule now a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I would love to make that trip. Hopefully it is in the state of Texas and we go to the, uh, Alamo bowl, like the USA today is projecting or to the Texas bowl, which I would also love. I believe the athletic has actually project us to go to the Texas bowl out there in Houston. Um, the first responder bowl as well. would love to, um, go to that one up there in Dallas at the original cotton bowl stadium. But, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, what what do you think, man? Where do you think in your gut that we end up?
1: Um, I think it it has to be somewhere near Texas, right? You you would, you would think just uh just cuz you could probably pack it out a little more, it makes more sense. I mean, tech fans usually travel better than most teams. Um, so yeah, I think it it would just make more sense just to have it in, you know, the home field advantage just so you could, you know, pack it out from a business standpoint, but honestly like i'm just happy we're here bro (laughs) it doesn't really matter which bowl we get i'm just happy we're getting another one two years in a row that's incredible you know so yeah it's uh that those are really just my two cents either one uh i'd love for it to be the alamo bowl make an excuse just to go back home easiest you know thing to go to but uh yeah regardless i think anywhere in texas would be fine with me i'd make the drive I know a yeah, lot of just, other Tech fans would too. It's just kind of so. hard
0: to think that uh, because UT finished ahead of us, uh, which if they lost the game, we would actually have finished ahead of UT. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if, they, if UT had lost the game to Baylor, uh, we actually would have finished ahead of UT because we had the head to head matchup against them. We would have been top three, baby. Yeah, we would have almost been guaranteed to go to the Allen Bowl if that were the case. And uh, kind of looking back, we were actually, if we had actually beaten Kansas State, we would be playing in the Big 12 Championship game right now. And that crazy thing of right now?
1: how yeah, things that, that's turned out, <laughs> you know that that's our, our. We might be getting ahead, but that, that's the thing we got to focus on next season: winning road games. That's kind of our Achilles' heel this year. Yeah, got, we, got we, went, we got one. On we the got one. We got one. We got one. We went. I what? Like five and one at home. Four and one at home. Something. Six like and that. one lost, Six and one lost to Baylor, I think, at home. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, so uh, pretty good. Pretty good home record. We don't lose at the Joneses. That's right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, protect the Jones, man. Protect the Jones. What about you, Nesta? Where do you think uh Tech lands?
2: Um I think that they're probably gonna go to the Cheezable, <laughs> yeah. Which it just sucks, but that's just where I think they're heading. Um
0: I did see that our opponent thought. might be Florida State, which is if, if that's the case, Florida will Florida State will show very well. So bring or, it on or
2: UNC. I've, I've also seen a uh, UNC, uh, UNC uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Potential opponent important. as well. Um I also think what happens in the Big Twelve Championship will also play a big factor. Uh the you know, that'll dictate kind of where we go. Um if TCU's out, I feel like we'll probably end up in Texas somewhere.
0: Yeah, because um, uh, with TCU potentially going to the college football playoff, on which I mean they are favored in this game against Kansas State. If they if they win it, yeah, they're solidified.
1: Mm-hmm. If they lose yeah, though, well, that makes it.
0: things a lot more interesting. Not just from the college football playoff standpoint, but from where Texas Tech could land. Because if they lose that bowl game, I think Texas Tech lands in Houston, the Texas Bowl. So,
2: which yeah. uh, actually I wouldn't mind that. Um, I will tell you that this though if tech plays anywhere in texas for their bowl game i'm down to go
0: yeah i'll be there regardless so just a uh, little uh little thoughts on where we end up either way wherever we end up if i'm able to go if i'm not able to go if we're all not able to go i mean we're still gonna get together do something we're, we're still gonna live it up party a little bit you know that's just yeah. what we do. that's just what the boys do
1: no, nah, we could throw a bowl party if we can't make it. Yeah, you know I mean, get some. Yeah, post-titos. yeah, absolutely.
0: That'll be fun. I'd be down for all that. Go some place up there and send in San Antonio's. That's where uh-huh. both y'all are at. You know, I mean, just do do do, do something along those lines. We'll exactly. We'll exactly.
1: <laughs> man, maybe we should just you know put in our bid for the Rose Bowl, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, at this rate, in a couple of years, it might be. We don't know. <laughs> Never know, man. That'd be crazy. All right, yeah, but uh going ahead and moving on to uh tomorrow's basketball matchup versus the Georgetown Hoyas in the Big Twelve Big East Challenge. They come into Lubbock, man. You know, Georgetown not the um not the historic juggernaut that they that they were in the uh in the past, you know. Obviously have struggled a little bit. I think they dropped uh what John Rostin would call a bye game to I think it was America, America University, something like that. Um Dropped a game to them early on, and um, you know, we'll we'll see just what team we get because that's kind of been Georgetown's thing. You know, we don't really know what team we're going to get. And honestly, I think for Texas Tech, you know, we're still a pretty young squad. We are still trying to figure some things out on the offensive end, especially. Uh, but kind of looking, going from the outside looking in, Zuni, uh, what are your um, kind of takes on Georgetown, and uh, how do you think this game could shape out to be?
1: You know, like you were saying earlier, Georgetown really isn't that big of a, um, well, not that big of a threat, but they're always a threat. But this year, they've a step back, so to speak. Maybe not the the reload that they were expecting as they usually do year in, year in and year out. Um, with all that said, even though they're they're not at their best or what they're usually known for, um, this is probably still going to be one of the out of the out of the games we've played I think Georgetown would probably still be one of the better teams we're going to play throughout the seasons you know so regardless at least of uh
0: right.
1: yeah at least non-conference right so it, as far as it goes I think this is still like um one of the better things that we could go about testing our offense and defense specifically on our offense cuz we, we still need to figure out who's going to be that go-to guy and we just need to cut back some of the turnovers and and re- really that's kind of been our I guess uh, our Achilles heel, so to speak, as a team, but um, I mean, those are easily things that can be fixed. You know, what I mean, that's just that's coaching. Our talent is there, you know. So, as far as uh, as far as this matchup, um, I think we match up pretty well, all things considering. I mean, our defense will keep us in games always. Um, it really just depends on which form of offense wants to take the take the the court and vice versa for Georgetown. I'm not really sure what we might get out of them, but I mean. A blowout would be fantastic. A close game just makes uh, the the growth of our players that much better. So, either 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 game, as long as it's not a loss, because I'm, I'm a bit of a losing streak, but that's okay. That's okay. Still early in the season, but um, yeah, I hope to get the double on this. What do you think, buddy? How, how you feeling about it?
0: Yeah, I feel pretty good about this game here in Lubbock. I'm, I'm so glad we finally get a biggest opponent in. Lubbock. I mean we're always having we're always having the ones that traveling up there, man. They can never travel down here because uh they think they're just better than everybody else. So, you know, but I mean I, I understand that's not how how it works, but you know, it it, it feels that way though. But yeah, Georgetown, you know, f- sitting at four and three on the year. Uh, you know, their guy uh led by their guard, Primo Spears, averaging almost 17 points a game with three three rebounds and four assists and one and a half steals a game. Um, yeah. So he's definitely gonna be a guy to watch out for. He's also averaging 37 minutes on the court. So it's not a team that really subs in and out very frequently. They, they like to keep their guys on the court very often. Same thing with the uh, Brandon Murray. Like he's averaging uh, 15 points a game four rebounds, four assists, and 35 minutes. So pretty much anyone outside their starting five, they don't really rotate very much, so they're going to be pretty gassed. And I feel like with the way that tex Tech, Tech plays their defense, they're going to wear them out. They're absolutely going to wear them out. They're going to have to start substituting more and more and more, and that's not really their game because if you look at guys that roll in, I mean after they're starting five, like you have one guy, they're uh, Wayne Bristol, one of their guards that like to sub in, averaging fourteen point six minutes on the court. Next up, we have mm-hmm. another guy uh, averaging uh uh Bryson Mazzoni, averaging twenty four minutes, and he's one of their also a uh, rotating guys as well. So they don't really like to rotate outside of starting five, and I feel like we can really exploit that because we, I mean, we Texas—they like to put everybody out there. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll throw you know ten, twelve guys on the court. So I feel like that can really play into our advantage, and also it's at home. Mark Adams has yet to lose a game at the USA at home. So, and you know it's going to be pretty rocking, especially coming off that trip to Maui. You know, maybe get a little uh, always got that jet lag off you a little bit because it has been a week since he last played. You know, we'll um, we'll we'll find out what this team is really made of at home. You know, so to you, Zuni, I uh, kind of mentioned this a little bit um earlier what could this game really come down to for you and your perspective for tech to get the win i think we get the win regardless but what's kind of the nitty-gritty of it that tech really needs to uh i
1: think i think it comes down it'll always come down to our defense but i think um what's kind of been killing us these past couple games against these um these these stronger opponents are are uh, i think our lack of a three you know and um and, and the free throws are giving up, so to speak. You know, we, we've – we've, uh, both of these teams have pretty much gone to uh, about 15-plus free throws between the last two games in each game. So, it's a lot of free throws to be taken. That's a lot of free points, a lot of, uh, you know um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess momentum that takes off the time. Because when you get multiple defensive stops, that just – it just starts to feel – like the the, the 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 lanes are getting smaller it feels like the bass is getting tinier it everything starts to play into it, but as soon as you're going to the free throw line it kind of draws everything back it's almost like a uh, almost like a sack on on defense in football if that makes sense it kind of can just um you know leak leak over into the next plays but uh when we go to this free throw line it's kind of been kind of been killing us and usually for a good disciplined tech team that's kind of what we don't do is we don't usually send them to get the easy ones but um i think uh our free throws and i think uh our, our three-point percentage i think we gotta be a little more willing to take these shots and a little more um uh, aggressive as well i want to see a little more out of uh out of uh what's the kid's name tyson i'm looking a little more out oh, of Jalen him. tyson yeah. jason tyson uh, Jalen. Jalen tyson Jalen tyson Tyson yes. can't talk, you know, I, I want, I want to see him take more threes. Just shoot, shoot till you miss, man. Shoot till you miss. And even then keep shooting, you know, uh, Jalen, he nice, uh, uh, Isaac's nice as well. You know, I want to see him continue to get the looks and hopefully we, we drive some plays for them to get them going early. Um, and I, I feel like we got to get our bigs to take a couple more of these shots just so they can respect it a little bit. I know it's not their game and they've honestly haven't been shooting that well at all, but, uh, you got to keep taking them. You know what I mean? You're only going to get better. You can't Ben Simmons it. You know what I mean? You can't just <laughs> refuse to do it. <laughs> so I, I think those are some, some some of the things that it might come down to matchup-wise. Like you said, the minutes thing, um, I think we'll be fresh throughout the game. So that will definitely be a, a, an advantage for us. So um, well, what do you think, Jenna? How are you feeling about this one?
0: So I'm feeling... Obviously, I'm feeling pretty good, like I alluded to a little bit earlier. I just got a question for you, and maybe Nesto can step in, since you guys do know more about the sport of basketball than I do. Um, it feels like when Davion Harmon uh, gets going, he's our point guard, whenever he gets going, then it kind of lifts the whole team as well. Do you expect your I, – I guess I should ask this because, you know – Obviously, I think a lot of fans are wanting Dave and Harmon to just go out there and take over a game. Do you expect from your point guard to go out there and take over a game like that? Is that something that's kind of usually expected, or is it more just like, hey, you know, trying to keep the flow going?
1: Mm, you any thoughts on this one? Um, Before I... Usually,
2: a point guard, you want them to take control of the game but not necessarily in the sense of like, um, like LeBron scoring. Over, right? Yeah, like like you don't want them to be superstars. You just want them to take control of the game, like control the pace. You know, um control make sure everybody's in their right system. I mean in the right like positions and make sure everybody's running the right plays and basically be like a like a like a general out there on the court.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I feel like that's the way Davion Harmon has been playing for the, uh, what we have seen this season, he, I think he's definitely a Mark Adams guy. I think he fits the system extremely well. I just don't think he's that guy that we're all expecting to go out on the court and just take over. You know, I feel like because he is a point guard, he is playing that point guard. You know, he's there to make sure everything's running smoothly, operating smoothly. And Mm -hmm. so I think it might be a little unfair to ask him to go out there and take over a game uh, with, especially when we have guys like Kevin O'Banner and Jalen Tyson and even Pop Isaacs playing that shooting guard, you know. Um, And we got guys off the bench like Elijah Fisher and Kerwin Walton. you know, we have guys like that that can really score, can be those takeover guys that we're expecting I think it's you know not not to say like you shouldn't like you know have high expectations for Davon Harmon absolutely I mean he's he's a stud you know we've seen that this year and throughout his entire college career dating back to his days at Oklahoma and then Oregon so obviously he's gonna do his thing he's gonna get his but I think you know it's a little unfair to expect him to just go out there and take over again would you guys agree with that?
1: Yeah Yeah. especially in college too because college is more team basketball than anything I, I would say Talent does prevail with the bigger programs, yeah, but for the most part, since it's a lot of one and done guys and a lot of dudes, at least the, the best ones are already looking towards the league. Um you, not that uh, players get left, you know, with the scraps, like programs get left with the scraps, but they they have to play like a team, you know what I mean? So um yeah, the point guard, kinda like a game manager, you know, in football, football terms, game manager. It's kinda what you want him. To dude you don't really want your point guard losing you the games which they can with just abysmal passing and terrible shooting so uh i think it's unfair but i i don't think it's unreasonable for um for mark adams to to, to request that out of his player you know what i mean Harmon is very capable of uh, of uh of taking over and i think uh i think as soon as he develops his uh his three point shot I think is his game is just gonna take the next step I really do and but until then just gotta keep shooting and um we'll see how the season plays out
0: absolutely man 100 percent agree uh let's get down to uh, some score predictions my friend uh what do you think this game is gonna what do you think this game is gonna be like buddy we'll, we'll start with the uh, used
1: Georgetown versus Texas Tech hmm you know what? I'm thinking the score prediction probably gonna be. I think we break the 70 mark on both sides of the teams. I bet you it'd be a 78, 74 type game. I think it'll come down to the uh, to that last half. Come down really, to the winning minutes pretty, of it. I do.
0: Pretty close game. I think
1: I think it'll be a lot closer just off the fact that um, I mean yes we're at home, but uh georgetown and it's still georgetown you know what i mean they in their minds they're still gonna compete for attorney regardless of uh, how it's looking you know what i mean so and this is a texas tech squad that is a. Uh, I i mean i'll say it now i've been saying it. we're a basketball school now this is this is our mantra next to baseball of course but we're a basketball school now guys but <laughs> but uh yeah i i think they they they're not gonna underestimate us or uh, or think that would be some pushover game and vice versa towards them. So I think it would be a, a closer game, to be honest with you. I think 78-74, around there. What, what what are you thinking,
0: gentlemen? I'm thinking it's going to be – I think Texas gets the dub. I think they get it. I think it's going to be like a 68-57 type game. Mm. Is that Ooh.
2: fair? I was going to say 71-57.
0: Seventy-one fifty-seven. yeah, I mean, like, we're... <laughs> so that's pretty close to what I was thinking. <laughs> kind of agreement there. Mm-hmm. Trying to check to see what the uh, over-under is. Uh, yeah, actually, Texas Tech's favored by 17 in this game. The over-under of 137.5. Typically, we only leave our bets to football, but what are you guys thinking, man? Are you, are you taking uh, Tech to cover that? And what about the over-under, man?
1: Uh, I, I, I don't trust it. Not yet. Not yet. It's still like I said, it's not the Georgetown of old, but I mean it's still a Georgetown. So until they uh until they tell me their ass, I'm not gonna believe it.
0: <laughs> I get that. I get that. That's fair. What about you, Nesto? Uh
2: I don't got tech covering. Um and what was the over under again? 137 and thirty seven. Eee.
1: I um, said I mean, seven
2: of- So I'm trying to add it up real quick. Uh, okay, it's the one, yeah, under, under, under. I'll take the under. I'm yeah,
1: back. you'd have the under. I'm the only one that has the the over. Uh, that I'm actually covering around at was it uh, one like hundred forty something? It's like one fifty-one. I said seventy-eight is seventy-four. So yeah, that'd be it. No, but, yeah.
0: yeah. Total. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna go against my score prediction. I'm gonna say Tech covers that by seventeen, and uh, I think it's gonna be the over. <laughs> <A> lot of <laughs> offense in this game, which you would never expect. But not
1: typically, but I mean, uh, since this is kind of our, our our quote unquote weakness, I wanna I wanna see us just you know you know play around with it, you know, see how see see what's gonna work for us this year with the players we got. On I top agree. Of that, uh, we need, I agree. We need a couple players to get a get a little healthy because our depth in our um in our uh, what is it, our backcourt is or not our backcourt our front court can be a little scary. <laughs> But
0: that's okay. <laughs> I agree, my friend. You yeah, know, and just just really looking to get guys like O'Banner going early. Guys like Jalen Tyson, David Harmon. Just really looking for guys like that to to get going early, start getting some easy buckets. You know, boost our confidence up a little bit. And then I think if we can do that, easy slide, easy game. <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> You know it has a uh, it's been quite some time. You know, it's been great. Uh, I believe uh, Nesto, you got a clock in the background there. What a uh, what time is it, my friends?
2: Ooh, is it time for that easy money?
0: It is time for some easy ass money to make conference championship edition. So, let's dollar go. Dollar bill, yo.
1: I'm on my Mr. Krabs
0: tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on your Mr. Krabs tonight. Love love that saying, dude. Love that. Uh so yeah. It's championship weekend in the college football world. Kind of doing a little transitioning out there. Um, you know, to from the basketball world to the college basketball world. Wait, I mean, basketball. I'm I'm terrible at this. Bad transitions <laughs> are are my strength. That's <laughs> nah, okay. But yeah, let's get this one going, guys. So, Conference Championship weekend uh, right there in the 2-1-0. You got North Texas versus UTSA. UTSA in nine-point favor with the over-under of 68.5. Let's start off with Mr. 2-1-0 himself. Nesto, who you got, man?
2: Yes, sir. I will actually be at this game, and uh, I'm taking the over, and I got North Texas covering the spread. think it'll be a closer game, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, dating back to the last time these teams met, um, here at the Dome, actually, North Texas was actually up 27-24, and uh, UTSA won off of a last, you know, touchdown drive, 31-27. So I'm going to bet that it's going to go around the same way, maybe in a different fashion, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say about that game.
0: It is hard yeah. to be a good team twice. I think UTSA is up for it.
1: Uh I think so as well. Um and that's why I'm actually gonna take the over. I think this will be a higher scoring affair. I think both teams will get over thirty five points apiece. Um as far as the score, I don't I, I do think North Texas will beat the spread. Uh I actually agree with Nesto. I don't know if it'll be um uh like I don't think it'll be like a three point like game close, but probably a touchdown. Wouldn't surprise me.
0: So, yeah. kind of agree. I think UTSA will get this win, uh, but I don't think they cover. I think it's going to be a really close game. And I'm going to bet the under. I feel like defense is going to be a little more prominent in this one since they have played each other before. They know their you know strengths and weaknesses. They're not going to make the same mistakes twice, you know. So better game plan for both sides as well. Okay. All right. Up next, got the Pac-12 championship game. Utah versus USC. USC a three-point favorite with the over-under of 67. Zuni, who you got, buddy?
1: Dang, man. This is a a, a game. This is a game. Pac-12, nobody really cares. Um, I'm going to take USC. And I think they'll actually cover it as well. Um, I'm going to take the over, actually. I think USC wins outright and I'm taking the over. Uh and yeah, I don't I don't think yeah, I don't think Utah Utah would beat the spread. I think um <laughs> it's kinda close. What
0: about you, Nesto?
2: Um uh I got USC here uh winning outright as well, and I will take the over. I feel like this game has
0: potential of being like
2: or of having both teams
0: score over 40. That's that's a pretty big uh that's a pretty big over-under, honestly, to me for a championship game. I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the under on that one, but I do think USC will cover and and get the get the victory. By the way, I forgot to go over the wins and losses from last week, Azuni. So we finished the regular season. Um so we finished the regular season as far as our betting as our bets go. I went 11 and 11 last week because rivalry week you just don't know at all, and yep. um, you know you went 10 and 12 last week, bringing my total to 119 and 113, and you are at 107 and 125. So you basically need <laughs> all these to hit in order to no um, Easy. get up, yeah, Goony, you got it.
1: Easy. <laughs> to get
0: above 500 on the year.
1: Have you seen my fantasy teams this year? I've been winning by nothing but less than a point. So let's go. This is easy. I'm I'm coming back. I'm easy. Coming back.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's go and move on to Kansas State versus Battle TCU the in the Big Twelve Championship game. You got that right, my friend. Purple rants. This game's going to be hard to tell which fans are which. I will say. But TCU is a two and a half point favorite with the over/under of sixty-two. I think I'm gonna to go with TCU in this one. It is hard to beat a good team like K State twice, but I think TCU is just playing with tons of confidence. It's essentially a home game for them, just going from Fort Worth to Arlington, you know. And yeah, I have TCU covering. I'm gonna take the over in this one, though. What about you? Um, go
2: ahead. Uh, I'm taking the over in this game, and I got. TCU covering as well. I just don't think they. Ha- I have. I think they have too much on the line here, and I don't even think it's a close game to
1: be honest with you. Wow, hot take by Nesto. I think <laughs> it'll be a older, close man. game. Me personally, I want Kansas State to win, so that's who I'm taking. They're going to beat the spread. They're going to win outright, and I'm taking the over. I want to see a little chaos in the CFB playoffs. That's all I got to say. Oh,
0: chaos <laughs> ensuing, man. Love that. Love that take for you. Hot take. But, you know, we'll see you on Saturday. Up next, got the SEC championship game. LSU versus Georgia. Georgia, 17 and a half point favorites. That's Jesus. a lot. That's a lot. In oh, a championship and, uh, game. Uh, the over exist. under a 51. So, they, they pretty much will think Georgia's going to just blow out LSU. And Yeah. I
1: They, they might.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just might. Um, Because LSU played <laughs> terribly against Texas A&M. Um, you know, Georgia obviously doing their thing all year long. Yeah, I think Georgia covers that spread. And I'm gonna take the over.
1: Yeah, I'll make it simple for y'all. Yeah, I agree with you on that, on and I think they cover it as well as at the over. Um if this is a close game, shout out to the Tigers, go Tigers. Um, but yeah. Uh I agree. I, I just I can't see LSU winning this game. If they do, please once again, I I want a chaotic college football playoffs. Please, LSU make the upset, but I'm going with Georgia.
0: What about you, Nesto?
2: Um, there's just no way that I can upset that 17.5 uh, points, spread. I just, I gotta go with LSU uh, covering the spread and I'm going with the over.
0: Okay. Gotcha, man. A little bit closer all of a game a little tighter of a game they are there for a reason after all up next got the ACC championship game Clemson versus North Carolina Clemson seven and a half point favorite with the over under of 63 and a half Zuni who you got in this one man
1: uh, honestly at this point man I God damn Clemson what what oh my God I'm going there with North Carolina <laughs> they're, they're gonna be they're gonna beat Clemson and it's uh it's gonna be the under it's actually what it was about thirty thirty one. Uh, you know what's gonna go? We're we're gonna go with the over. I bet both teams score thirty four plus, and North Carolina comes out with the field goal thirty seven thirty four. That'll be a fine score.
0: Okay.
1: What the heck has Clemson been at? Them
0: Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Them South
1: Carolina Tigers. Them
0: South Carolina Tigers. Uh, what about you, Tigers? Nesto, man? What you got, buddy?
2: Um, I actually agree with Zuni. Um, I'm taking the over, and I'm going uh that uh, North Carolina cover
0: spread. Okay, I think, I think I'm gonna think go Clemson. It. I feel like Clemson's gonna come out on a different beat after losing to South Carolina for like the first time in I don't know seven eight years. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think Clemson wins. they cover? No, they don't cover. Clemson wins, but do, they do not cover. Second North Carolina beating that, and I'm gonna take the under in that one. Up next, got the Mac championship game toledo versus ohio toledo a two-point favorite with the over under of 55 i understand most of you guys probably don't pay attention to the mac that's reasonable i love me some action you know I, I like that they play on tuesdays and <laughs> oh wednesday God. nights it's it's very <laughs> unique we have football all throughout the week but uh yeah i think i'm gonna have to go with toledo this is toledo's conference until somebody proves them otherwise i just don't think ohio is that team so i got toledo winning covering and i'm gonna take the over
1: um i agree but i think it'll be the under everything you said but the under okay Nesto. It's toledo's conference uh, yeah. same thing wow. with juni uh,
2: i agree with uh, toledo winning outright and covering uh but i'm going to take the under on that one
0: okay gotcha gotcha up next, got the Sun Belt Championship. Coastal Carolina versus Troy. Troy at eight and a half point favorite with the over/under of forty-eight and a half. Real a uh, real defensive game. Maybe they know something that we don't. But I think I'm actually going to go with the upset. This my upset of the week. I think Coastal Carolina upsets Troy, and I'm going to take that over.
1: Um gonna disagree i think troy actually uh wins um i think coast carolina beats the spread but uh, i'm gonna take the under i think troy still wins but yeah being the spread and i'm taking the under on this game that's, that's this, um, next one's, this next one's one this next one i'll take the under
2: watch. on this game and i got troy covering and winning uh, i think that they're probably gonna blow them out honestly
0: I hear it, man. Find that out Saturday. Y'all going against me, man. Betting against me. <laughs> That's okay. I like to be a little risky. I like to be a little risky. <laughs> Up next, got UCF versus Tulane in the American Athletic Championship. Tulane, a three-and-a-half point favorite with the over-under of 57. Nesto, you got this. here, man.
2: Uh, I got the over, and I got Tulane covering on this one. Okay. But I still got UCF winning.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. I actually think Tulane is just going to continue this streak of wins. And, you know, they're going to beat UCF, and then they're going to make the uh, college football playoffs off this one win. Absolutely. (laughs) They're going to jump from – 15 or whatever number they're at, all the way to six after, you know, all the other teams decide to drop their L's in championship weekends. I expect Georgia. I expect TCU. I expect, damn, Michigan to all lose this weekend. No, I don't. It would be incredible (laughs) if it happened. But, yeah, I'm going with Tulane. I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to hit the over. And, yeah, that would be my prediction.
0: Kind of a nice I hear you, my here. friend. The I am actually I going watch, to I'm gonna pick the upset. I mean, UCF's just playing at a really different level oh, right now. Everything's nice. really clicking for UCF. And you know, last time they played Tulane, they got a dub. So yeah, I think they do it again. And uh UCF's gonna upset Tulane. And it's the American Athletic. I gotta go with the over. They play just as so much offense as the Big 12 does. So <laughs> yeah, I gotta do. go with the over. Up next, got Fresno State versus Boise State in the Mountain West Championship game. Boise State, a three point favorite with the over under of 54. Zuni, who you got, buddy?
1: Fresno State is gonna win outright, and I am taking the over. Thinking this is a 30 30 game around there between both teams. And uh yeah, I'm taking Fresno State. So I'm taking the Bulldogs, man.
0: I think I'm gonna disagree with you, man. I'm going to take Boise State. And I'm going to take the under in this one.
1: You're taking the horses. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to go with too. So taking I mean, the horse, yeah. both of y'all taking the horses. Mm-hmm.
2: The and horses taking the
1: under. The, the bulldogs, no. man. The, the uh, horses uh, doing uh, Come on now, come on. Uh, uh, now I'm going to stop. Um. No, come that on. Damn, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mike White. Woo, go ahead.
0: Um, Up next, got the Big Ten championship game. This one's going to close it out for us. Purdue versus Michigan. Michigan a sixteen and a half point favorite with the over/under of fifty-two. Um, boys, we all got this one. I, I think it should be a clean sweep, honestly.
1: So Purdue, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: right. With that, with that, I, I actually think Purdue will actually beat the spread. I think it will be a. I think they'll yeah. try to compete with Michigan. Ooh,
0: okay,
1: I think. I think they will probably compete with Michigan for a good solid two and a half to three quarters and then obviously Michigan will start to pull away towards the fourth but I don't think they'll pull enough of a way to, to, to cover the spread so yeah I think uh, Purdue will beat the spread and I'm gonna go with the over I probably shouldn't but after seeing Michigan and Ohio State's game last last week at least point wise uh, yeah I'm gonna go with the over
0: Okay. okay interesting Nesto what are your thoughts man
2: uh i'm gonna go with the over in this game and i got michigan covering the spread and just winning outright as well
0: that's pretty much what i got too i think michigan wins outright after that dominant performance against ohio state in columbus first time they beat ohio state in columbus since 2000 uh yeah i mean michigan is Jesus. rolling they are those guys man i think they I don't think this one's close um yeah i think it could potentially be a uh Georgia Michigan national championship game, you know, revenge from the Peach Bowl a year ago, I believe it was, and um, yeah, I mean, Michigan probably would be my favorite in that game as well. So, uh, yeah, I got Michigan covering, and I'm gonna go the over as well. And that will go ahead and wrap up. Easy money. I feel very confident in all those picks. I don't know about y'all.
1: Oh, I do as well. I'm basically gonna go perfect. You know, actually,
2: I am. I am. I should have just agreed you. with every single one of his picks.
1: <laughs> I'm such a fool. Such a fool. I pity the fool. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm going to come back and uh get a 0. .500 on the season.
0: Twenty two 22-0, man. I mean, uh, 20-0. There we go.
1: <laughs> 20-0. I think I'm going to come back, man. It should be an easy one. Easy dub. Easy dub. dub. <laughs> easy
0: dub. <laughs> well, all right, man. Do you have any uh trivia for me, anything like that, before we go ahead and wrap this one up?
1: No, no trivia. Uh, some of the trivial ones we already sp- spoke about, the whole Tech one winning. That was really the only one I had. Um, I guess I'd like to give out my Dylan Cantrell award to one of my wide receivers this year. Um, you know, I, that guy I was looking for, the soft hands, that always coming in. Cl- I, I got to give it to Nehemiah Martinez this year, man. I think you're oh, yeah. right on the money. That was my Dylan Cantrell. My Dylan Cantrell award goes to – uh, Nehemiah Martinez this year, soft hands—the guy that you just needed to convert a third down to—that was the guy this year. So shout out to him. Um, my Patrick Mahomes MVP award goes to honestly, it's probably got to go to Tyree Wilson. He kept us in a lot of good games. I mean, I don't think it killed anybody else. I mean, <laughs> it really couldn't. Um, so yeah, that'd be my Patty Mahomes MVP award. Uh, as far as uh running backs go, you know, easy Siraj. He was that dude this year. Wish we would have gave him twenty plus carries a game. Honestly, both of our backs deserve fifteen a game, but it's neither here nor there. Um, I'd like to air say raid what? also, what's Air raid, air raid what? <laughs> I know, right? I'd like to also say Zach Kitley was in his bag this game, and rightly so, the last game of the season, as far as um that goes. So yeah, those would be my 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 three uh, top uh top awards. So yeah, and also what's a punt? I don't know.
0: Who's our punter?
1: I don't know. I'm joking. We have um, a really
0: good punter.
1: We do have a really good punter. He can <laughs> boom it most of the time. Until he shanks it on his like six punt, but that's, oh, man. <laughs> we won't talk about it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's cool. But yeah, that's really all I got for me. Um, shout out my cat, of course. Love him. What uh, about you, Nesto?
0: Who, who you, got? you got any shout outs you want to give? Any MVPs you want to give out, man?
2: Um, Shout out my new dog, Salem hell yeah i got a new puppy puppy um it's an american staff mix oh nice
0: (laughs) cute we are we're a pro dog this is a pro dog podcast by the way in case y'all didn't know this but yeah you know i think that's gonna go ahead and wrap this one up thank y'all so much for tuning in for nathan zuniga and nesto martinez i'm Joni young saying so long and we'll see you next time here on the lone raider podcast Bye-bye.